Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about trying to pick out which fursuit child is your favorite? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? Lovely. How are you? You know, it's one of the first times, like, every time we ask this, you're like, I'm pretty good. And I usually go like, I'm alive. Uh-huh. I'm good, man. I'm I, good. I feel really good today. I'd love to hear that. I don't know why, but I feel good. I just feel good today. It's because you're wearing your, your, uh, your Ragnarok shirt. You're, like, ready. Yeah. I mean, ooh, it's a little ripe. Been wearing it for, like, 10 days straight, but, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Maybe I have. I don't know. We're going to have to see about it. <laughs> uh, that's what cologne is for? Sure, yeah. No. <laughs> that's a, what, like a, a men's washing. They're just like, oh, just cologne it. There you go. <laughs> just a little axe under the armpits. I'm so glad. I don't know if axe is still a thing in like the sixth grade locker oh, room, but I'm so glad that adults yes, don't wear that is, shit. Dude. Axe is still so big, man. Oh, fuck. I swear to God. The way girls lose it for x or did when they were younger why i what what were you thinking what were y'all thinking spraying a whole bottle on have you seen the commercials that's what they told them to do (laughs) that was the directions like you grab a bottle and it says buy a new one when you want to wear it again because you're going (laughs) to use this today use cologne eight ounces do you remember those commercials they'd go yeah pit pit, what it was chest it was like, like pit, pit, pit chest, chest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awful. I've never owned Axe in my life. So there I will was say like that. one good scent, but I like, I'm asthmatic. You can't, you oh. can't put a whole <laughs> thing on. Dude, I can't even like do cologne strong. Yeah, like, okay. Honestly. When I do cologne, you know, you're supposed to spray it like kind of like right under the neck so that it comes out like to the front of people so they can <laughs> smell it at you, right? Yeah, sure. I have to do it on the sides of me because if it comes up to me, I sneeze a lot, man. I can't fucking do it. Like, I gotta go... So, little cologne under the rib cage. Yeah, I gotta go wrists, all the neck except for here, and then like I'll do like a little bit of body because it kind of wafts away. A little bit on the nipples. Yeah. Ooh, what about behind the ear? That would be good, right? Just a little jab behind the ear. It's Don't a secret for you. Yeah. Okay, so this is our first post-Halloween yes. episode. I just wanted to open up with, I did uh, handing out a candy. Nice. Do you hand out candy? So, the last couple of years, it's been very dark on our street. Like, honestly, okay. since we moved in, we've had three trick-or-treaters, perhaps. Like, the first year, I was ready for trick-or-treaters. I will say, there are no street lamps on your fucking street. <laughs> yeah, it's dark. <laughs> like, we have a dark street. <laughs> so, we don't often get trick-or-treaters. Okay. This year, to my surprise, like, so the last few years I've been like, fine, people don't come, I'm not going to buy candy. And this this year, like, people were like, we're ready. 
it's time for candy. And I didn't have any. I will say. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. So you're in kind of the boat that I'm going to get to. Okay. Yeah. I I think Halloween COVID fear is o- over. I think so, too. It was, like, busy on the streets. Okay. So here's the thing. Now, yeah, we've gotten, like, <clears throat> a couple my parents did or whatever, right? So we got, yeah. like, 40, 50 kids. Oh, my God. That's so many. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Okay. But of that, before I get into... No, I'm going to get into the rest first. Okay. Then I want, because I still want you thinking about a question I gave you beforehand. We had about 40, 50 kids, and I thought, that was pretty damn good. We went from, like, six to eight. It's uh-huh. like two hours and we sat outside and just like interacted, right? Nice. So because we started like right after I got off work, we hadn't done dinner. So I was like, all right, I'll go get Whataburger for everybody, right? Okay. Literally look down the street, both both sides. There's nobody. It's empty. It's like, yep, eight o'clock. Halloween is done. Sure. Get in the car. And you kind of have to go through a couple streets to get out of the neighborhood to get to the highway to go get food around here, right? Uh-huh. I turn on to one street over, 200 plus people are <laughs> oh on the street, dude. Like, one street over made all the difference. We got 40 people, but it's like the majority of that did not make their way to that side of the neighborhood. That is nuts. I went one street, like, like one street, you know, there's your street, alley, the next street. Uh-huh. That's the distance that I went. Man. And it was a difference of like 40 kids over two hours. So there's 200 people. Like it took me 20 minutes to leave the neighborhood because of how many people were crossing the street. But that street behind us, it was like there was an event. <laughs> like the street was foggy because there were so many fog machines. Like they made oh an my atmosphere. Cool. It was a sight. And I, I was wish like, I lived in like a good Halloween neighborhood. It looked like. How movies depict Halloween night to be. That's so cool. You know how like you see Halloween in movies and it's like there's kids everywhere. and yeah. Everybody's having a good time and everybody's partaking. I've never experienced that shit in my life. No. Like and it was we happening kids, in the street behind me. <laughs> that's that's so crazy. When we were kids like Halloween was you know a couple of hours and like you you would get 40 50 kids. Yeah. But yeah that's like a good number. Yeah, but never 200. That's nuts. Like, it was just people, mass people on the street behind me. My sister, so she took her kids around trick-or-treating, and she said that everyone was giving out, like, full-size candy this year. Yes, they were. It's a fucking party in the streets. Like, Like, something has changed. (laughs) I think the world knew Halloween was tired of COVID and it was time to celebrate, but nobody passed that memo over. Yeah. I didn't get that information. So next year, I'm buying four fog machines. Because <laughs> here's the thing. We gave out full-size candy, too. Did you really? We gave out, like, full-size Reese's stuff. Okay. But, like, it was still snack size, Three Musketeers, and Crunch Bars. Okay. That's the best ones. But, like, we went full-blown for Reese's, though. Man, I bet all the Halloween candy sold out now. I just got like a mad craving for crunch bars. <laughs> Dude, you were supposed to go on the first, man, because that's when it's all yeah. 80% off. Ugh. So, yeah. Well, we actually still have a bunch of candy. Like the bowl that we gave from, there's still a bunch in it. So, I've been eating candy. Hell yeah. And, and I don't eat candy much. So, I'm like kind of sick about it now. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So, 
I'm going to go with this, and then I'll pose my question. Okay. My two favorite costumes of the night. All right. First kid of the night. Little kid came up. He was the Master Chief, right? So he was uh, Halo, right? Hell yeah. He comes in, and so my parents' rule was like, one piece of candy, right? All right. And he took like two. How dare he? For first kid. He took two, and he left. And I was like, did you see that, Dad? He took two pieces. And he goes, he did. And I was like, are you going to tell the Master Chief he can't have fucking two pieces of candy? And he was like, hell no, I won't. Master Chief will kick my ass. <laughs> so we did that. And then the last kid of the night, fucking, ah, yes, dude. It was just a little little boy, and he was Superman. Hell yeah. I feel like it bears saying this just to say why i was so into it kind of it was it was a little african-american boy okay a black kid (laughs) it was a black kid and he did the curl with his hair cute it wasn't a wig it wasn't any like he used his hair to do it and i was like this kid wins everything nice what a fucking cool kid because first of all superman's not that but he, but, but he took him on as himself. And I mean, he looked good, man. He was probably seven. <laughs> Cute. But like he even had, he had the most perfect curl. And I was like, this kid went all out for his hero, right? Hell yeah. So he, he was our last kid. And I was all like, take however many you want. Like we're closing take up shop. Like take it, right? Dump the bucket so in. So he like, he takes one. Thank you. And I was like no take more and so he took like one more and i was like superman is way stronger than that he could grab so much candy and he goes <laughs> and like he got into it and he grabbed a fistful of candy and i was like yeah that's a superman grab and he's like thank you and he ran away and was so happy <laughs> that's awesome the cool those are my absolute two favorites that master chief superman fucking Beautiful. great there was one girl that showed up. She was probably 11, maybe. Mm-hmm. Fucking Pennywised up, man. Oh, my God. Ugly. Hated it. Did you it. have to go inside? <laughs> no, but I was like, take your candy leave. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't cute. <laughs> Be gone. Uh. So we get, I mean, a pretty good mixture of shit. But there was one extremely clear winner for... This is the costume of choice for Halloween. Okay. I posed this to you like an hour ago to give you an hour to mull it over. Yeah. What was the number one costume that showed up for us? I was thinking it might be Ghostface because Scream has had like a resurgence. No, but it is a movie franchise. Okay. A new movie franchise. A newer one. Yes. I'm trying to think of like the much newer than Scream. I'm trying to think of new movies that don't have just, like, people, you know? It is just people, though. It is just people? I'm drawing a blank. Because in my brain, I'm like, bodies, so, bodies, bodies. But that's not a So thing. here's the thing. You've asked me if these are good movies. And I've told you yes. And I would like for you to watch these movies still. Okay. There was an absolute overwhelming number of Purge outfits. Oh, wow. Really? Hands down, number one costume for Princeton. Why? Fucking Purge. Right? Is that like... They didn't have a new movie this year, did they? No. 
people just like were it's in the zeitgeist i'm telling people at work and they were like you are a certain type of people out there and i was all like <laughs> yeah we got a lot of them blue line flags man oh, god i'm wondering if it's just something like that like i i i don't know that's my whole thing yeah why why did i see 30 purge outfits out of my 40 fucking children that i saw i wonder if those kids know that it's the purge though or if they're just like hot creepy clown i don't know but it but it wasn't even a clown and it was like purge outfits from like the whole series man like they were people from like part one style where it it was more like a flat mask was there like a purge sale everything must go I don't know, because if you don't know, the costume of choice that's been in the news is that it's it's all about Jeffrey Dahmer. That's like the Which big thing, right? Fucking terrible. Yeah. I hate that. This is my last. This is my biggest case I can make for why Purge was the one of choice. The final movie that had come out that was like 2019, maybe 2020. Mm hmm. It's going to make you, like, not like it, man. Oh, boy. So, first of all, Taylor was, like, absolutely terrified. I want to leave this town. Like Of if, the Perch? If people... Oh, Perch is scary, dude. Because it's, it's, like, two... Those movies would... It's, like, idiocracy. Mm. How, like, you it's could, a like, little too... A it's a little too real. To, yeah. Yeah, the Purge is a little too real. Uh, you will get freaked out in those movies. Not because they are scary movies. But that thought is a real thought that could probably happen. Okay. But anyway. Oh, no, yeah. Taylor's not like scared of purge, but she was like, oh, that's what the overwhelming number of people are in this town. We got to go. Yeah. She's like, fuck that. If the kids are purging, <laughs> you know, no, no. <laughs> the last one that came out is the purge gets abolished finally. And the purge disappears. Oh, but people in Texas refuse to let go of the purge and oh, still no. hold a purge night. In the movie? That's what yes. happens in the movie? That oh, is, no. That, that, <laughs> that, that is what happens real. in the movie. I don't so, like that. that's my only thing that I can think of is maybe Purge is held on kind of a pedestal. Yuck. In a certain type of thought process community, if yeah, anybody catches my drift. Stickers you know I mean? on, like, don't tread on me flags. I'm just making you wear the world. I hate that. I'm just making you wear the world. Purge <laughs> movies are dope, though. <laughs> I was just Googling where to watch them, and I think it's on Hulu. So, like, here's the thing. That first movie, you think it's just like a, that's that's like a fun horror movie romp. Like, uh-huh. ooh, creepy. What a weird premise, right? Yeah. Then it digs so into the, like, socio-political, like, thought process behind if that was an agenda mm. that a president brought in. And it turns it into such a real-world thing. There's a part in, I think, part two that literally chilled me to my core when I thought about it. Like, it, it, and, and it's in the opening credits, which is what's so fucked up about it. It's kind of small. In that movie, so the, so the idea is we've, we've created one night of the year where crime is allowed. You get 12 okay. hours from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. the next day. No matter what you do, it's fine. And it has made it to where there is no crime 364 surrounding that day. That's nice. That is nice. But at any given moment, when purge night hits, you could get murdered and nobody can get in trouble. (laughs) Somebody can murder family members of yours and you can't seek 
justice. It's okay. It's fine for that night. You know? Yeah. So it's do a, people just like go in panic rooms and like sit there? Is that? Yeah. That's the entire first movie. Okay. Is there's people that are trying to break into this like very fortified house. Okay. And they're just like, that came out like a- after the strangers. So it had more of a strangers yeah. vibe of like, that's... we're just going to get in this house. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But all the next ones are like, there's people that want to fight against it because they don't agree with it. And then it's how did the purge become an institution in the first place? And then like all this, like it becomes more of the political side of it. It's fucking gross, dude. It's good, though. It's so good. (laughs) But in the opening credits for one of them. So that's the premise, right? There's one night Uh of the year. So it's it's kind of a holiday. And people will fly from overseas to the U.S. for purge night and they get to partake. So people can fly from overseas and just commit murder and fly home. (laughs) These people coming in, breaking our borders, stealing our crimes. But like that's. That was, like, too real for me. Like, if if we had that, how would that not be a thing? Yeah, absolutely. That made too much sense. And I was like, oh, Purge is, like, legit. I fucking hate Purge now. (laughs) Have to learn these movies so I know what to avoid. And then, basically, Purge turns out to be... Oh, you're going to love it. Don't tell me. I have to tell you. (laughs) Uh, Okay. What do you think think the point of the Purge is? Why is that that idea created? To kill the people that the rich people don't like yes yeah i mean that's that's it's a capitalism agenda to weed out the poor people so we don't have to take care of them and the rich stay richer that's the fucking purge purge. (laughs) it's too real so much like it's too real i love the purge those movies are so good and i fully buy that if it went away Texas would be like, we're still holding purge now. We're still keeping our purge. You can't take our pur- private practice purge from my cold dead hands. Like, that's that's the movie. It's people God. making their way through Texas that happens to be on purge night, and they go, that's been abolished. And that's like in the trailer. They go, that's not a thing anymore. And they go, still is for us. And they like still buy into purge and don't stop. That's horrible. Greg Abbott would too, you know? I'm just saying. <laughs> You gotta watch Purge. Like God, that's that's a good like warning movie to me. Kind of like Idiocracy was. That's a funny version of it, but that's a warning movie, man. And that movie's becoming ever more real. So, Ugh. but now we got kids that think Purge is cool and they're all dressed up as Purge. So I was like, what does that say about us as people? I don't know about that. It does, was a big thing. It's yeah, it's big. I want to watch the Purge now. Damn it. They're they're so good. Part two is the bet. Part two is hands down the bet. And I've told you How nothing about there? like what they're about. Yeah. Like that's like what the idea of the event is, but it's not what the right. movies are about. There's four. Four? That's not bad. And I've seen three. And you know what's the best thing about Purge? What? Every single one of them released in theaters on July fourth. Oh man. <laughs> is that Purge Day? <laughs> I don't think it is in the movies. Hmm. But that's when they get released, like, to us. Mm. Is th- is that not... Like, see, like they know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. They know what these movies are about. Fully. Me and Taylor were ravenous for when a new Purge movie would come out. Like, we love them so fucking much. I know that you're not, like, as into the franchise. 
I bet I could be, though, like the way that you're talking about it. Yeah, but then I want you to think about how that's a number one kid's costume. Like, once you've seen them, tell me if you can piece together why it was big here. Yeah. Because I asked other people that gave out candy, and they were like, oh, we had, like, a lot of princesses. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, most of the little girls were fucking Purge (laughs) at my house. I want to see, like, Purge Princess. Like, Princess with a Purge mask on. Like, so a lot of it was this mask. I know you've probably seen this one. And you can make a case. I know that people will probably say it. You can make a case. It's just an easy, quick, ah, just buy one of these masks and be done. Yeah, like the neon mask with the X's on the eyes. Yeah. It's a cool mask. But, like, everybody. And then some people had ones that were, like, like ones from the movies, though. Because, like, there's certain, like, villains, I guess. Like, in one of them, there's, like, one girl that... Man, these movies, you would... Oh, these movies, man. (laughs) Purge Night is approaching, and this girl was five-finger discounting at this store. And the guy catches her and gets her in trouble, and she's like... It's Purge Night. Purge Night's coming. And so she goes to this shop owner's place and just wrecks the fucking shop because Look. she got pissed that she got caught so she was caught on like not a purge night no yeah 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 like she got caught like before purge but she was like okay. oh purged in like two days i will come back and fuck up the shop because now i have a vendetta all right that's dumb but you why can would you do steal that? two days before the purge honestly just wait <laughs> lady yeah. so i like, have to wait <laughs> i did say there's like no crime but it's like there's no like major murder crime and that kind of shit yeah of course there's still probably like petty crime you know sure but like the big shit everyone just waits for that night god i wish you knew these movies man they're so good (laughs) it's such a manipulative ride it's so good but anyway i have happier things didn't expect to go full-blown purge at the beginning of this i thought that was gonna (laughs) be a quick thing um real quick you and i I think it's after we did mom night. We did our streamtober thing. Uh-huh. And I was like exporting our video or whatever and I was like, I want to watch a YouTube while I sit here. Yeah. And I was like, uh I like this channel. It's called uh, Digital Trends, right? Okay. They have good information. I really value the information that they bring out. And this guy was like, different types of HDMI cables and I was like, I don't need to fucking watch that. And I was like, but hey, I'm <laughs> sure. That sounds right up your alley to be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, I can learn about that, right? Sure. So I watched the video thinking I wouldn't really walk away with much. And I walked away with, like, too much information. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but, like, we live in a world now where if you want to do the best of the best with your entertainment centers like a ps5 or an xbox series x and utilize it fully and all this stuff Uh uh-huh it's hard to do that why cables aren't made to standards that you can buy one and assume it will work correctly he's like it's kind of the wild west for hdmi cables why so you have to you just have to buy from the right people like like the days of me getting my cheap amazon cables for like six bucks yeah are gone and you used to be able to do that just fine my whole entertainment center has thrived on fucking cheap six dollar cables amazon basic cables and it's been fine and i've actually been having a problem with my ps5 for the Mm. longest time 
And I, I kept thinking I need a new TV or I need a new surround sound. And I watched this video and I was like, okay, let me think about this. Sony's a pile of shit right now. They truly are. How do I know that the cable they declared will work that came in the box is actually viable? Oh, my God. So I was like, I'm going to spring for a good cord and let's see what happens. Now, okay. a good cord was $13. Yeah, there you go. Big spender. That's double the price I like to spend on a cable. So, I mean, it feels like a lot, but it's $13. Like, it's not a lot of money for a cable. Right. I think it fixed my problem. Oh, my God. I think... Ryan. (laughs) I think the the HDMI 2.1 cable that Mm -hmm. was supplied to me in my PlayStation was maybe not really a 2.1 cable. What a piece of shit. And I had to buy another one. That's ridiculous. So here was my problem. For anybody that cares. (laughs) Anybody that might be having the same problem. Who knows? Because I even took this to Reddit and people were like, we don't know what your problem is. Like, we can't figure it out. And nobody suggested an an HDMI cable, (sighs) which is kind of funny. But like, you would think the one that came with it would be fine or that your basic cables would be good enough. Yeah. But so did you know there's fiber optic hdmi cables no (laughs) i want one but they come in 25 feet or longer wow those are big yeah you can't get them short i wonder if that's what richard is doing with his fucking cords because i swear to god the man has like a 50 foot cord for a five foot job sometimes possibly maybe that's what it's that's what's going on maybe but then he even said this on the thing he goes only buy six foot cables He's like, I know. Sometimes you might need three feet. You know, you yeah. got you you got a short job. The cable yields, they are good at, at six feet. Everything usually works in the six feet, but when you start changing that basic length, they ruin it somehow. And so when you go shorter to go to three feet, they sometimes mess them up. When you go longer than six feet, sometimes they mess them up. The most standard cable that will work most of the time is your standard six foot cable because i guess that's the most produced so it's the most because i mean these are like factory created items like yes people are fabricating these you know so yeah that's like the most commonly produced so it's probably the most uh what's the word i'm thinking of when you make cars reliable the most most like assembly line like ready-made yeah, like people have more experience making this one over all the rest. So that one gets sure. produced more correctly more often. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy one. So my problem is when I turn on the PS5, the surround sound doesn't work properly every time. I'll like be playing a game. And if somebody goes behind the camera and it should play out the back speakers, their voice just disappears. I fucking that sucks. do not hear them. So I have to, so now when I turn on my PS5, I go to sound, I have to change it to a different sound setting and back to the one that works the best, and then it will pick everything up. But that's like a step I have to do every time I turn it on before I can play anything. That's so annoying. That's like every time I turn on my fucking Switch, I have to put the TV in like game mode and then put it in not game mode because there's a delay input. Yeah. Like I've been doing that for a year. That's stupid. I hate that for you. And it might have been just I had a shit cable because Jim Ryan sucks balls. Oh, my God. Jim Ryan. 
I have no problem everything. saying that about this Jim Ryan. You suck balls. You suck balls. <laughs> like, fuck, man. So, I got a cable, and it seems to be working. Because here's the whole thing. It's like bandwidth is the idea. Okay. Old HDMI cables, let's say they they have two lanes of two lanes on the highway. Okay. 1080p is not a lot of cars on that highway. It flows through pretty good. But as you're getting to 4K, maybe four lanes would be better. But on top of having these four lanes, now let's say we want to do HDR, so the color grading stuff, and that's just more cars. And then let's say you want to do surround sound, that's more cars. Okay. <laughs> and so these cables need to be like sufficiently able to handle this traffic. Yeah. And most of them don't. And this guy, this guy who's like a tech reviewer is like, I'll admit, I've bought cables that are certified good, had to return them, get another cable from them, but that one works. He's like, we are in a wild west of unreliable cables. That sucks. I did not know that. No, I have another thing to yeah. be mad about. And I <laughs> happened upon this video and I was like, but that's the real world. Like we assume as consumers that these companies are producing the the quality products we think they are, but they aren't. And we have to be informed enough to know that we might have to think that they aren't doing it right. We got to circumvent that. Yeah. PlayStation supplied me a cable that said PS5 ready. And <sighs> I bought a $13 cable two years later. Send that receipt right to Jim Ryan. And I think it solved a problem I've had for two fucking years. And me that's thinking annoying. I need a TV or a surround sound or a, a separate solution that's thousands of dollars. It was a $13 fix. God. I'm stoked, that's... but I'm pissed because I didn't know HDMI cables were not that clean cut. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you watched that video. I'm fucking glad I watched that video. Digi <laughs> fucking not sponsored, affiliated in any way, but Digital Trends, the <laughs> YouTube, has good, good information. It's not usually like just filler stuff they only go like here's something that we learned we want you to know and yeah i'll just tell you shit fully like i i followed them before that but like they are good i fully trust those people Very good. good shit but now i want to ask you another question before we get into okay. more shit do you know what transmog means like transmogrify yes transmogrifications what do you know about transmog in video games I know that, like, I think in Diablo, if you had something and you mm -hmm. <laughs> and you didn't mm -hmm. like it, you could take okay. it to the witch lady and be like, I hate this. And she'll be like, ooh, and turn it into something better. Okay. When we played God of War together, mm -hmm. do you remember me saying, like, I hate most of the armor in this game? Yeah. It's all fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hate all of it. I like this one and only this style. Right. The new God of War is going to have a transmog system. Okay. So if I find an armor that has stats that I love, mm. but I hate it, yes, I can apply them to the original yes. armor that I love the look of. Yes, I love that. That is beautiful, man. I love it when video games do that. The cosmetics matter, especially they when you're looking do. at your character the whole game. Like you want to look fucking cool. You want to be a pretty hot angel walking around instead yes. of like a ugly ass person with a bunch of mixed match shit. I've never heard of transmog before. But I was like, oh, that's a system I fully sign up for. Any game with oh, that? Yeah. Beautiful. It's fucking good. <laughs> so that's like one of the big promo things about God of War 
Ragnarok because they're like transmog and I was like what does that mean <laughs> yeah that's like I, I don't know where that word was coined but I've definitely heard it in Diablo because you can like well, do that exact shit they did say something about like inspired by Diablo or something uh-huh. and I was like okay cool yeah I wonder if Diablo coined that why did we not do any of this before <laughs> like, right. like every video game should have that system that's kind of a basic system to me yes take this stat put on this look done yeah, or even to have like so in uh in Swatter when you play with your armor and shit, like you can have a cosmetic look and then you okay. have your your actual stat armor. So like Yeah. Oh yeah. You have you have the stuff that you're wearing and then you have the stuff that you appear to be wearing. Exactly. Like it's beautiful. People like that shit. Yeah. So I'm going like, to find I some want... dope armor and yeah. be good to go. I want to wear the tube top, but, but I want it to act like I'm wearing fucking like plate mail yeah right i had just never heard of that in a game before but i don't play a lot of like rpgs because uh, I, I mean that's like a big R- rpg thing yeah for sure and since god of wars the new ones have moved a bit more rpg they're like oh we need to draw from those famous elements you know yeah and so i mean we're recording this the day that all the review embargoes went up yes so i will tell you this they because we didn't delve into that in our gameplay because i was like there's no need to over encumber you with the fucking (laughs) amulet system in it okay but you would like put on armor and then you would have three slots that you could slot like stat boost things into yeah but then when you swap to new armor you would have to go back to the old piece and pull them off and then put them on the new one and it was and each piece had its own slots Right. So you'd have your your chest with three slots, your wrists with three slots, your uh your legging with three slots, then your then your talisman had three slots of shit. <laughs> so there's there's twelve slots that I got to worry about. Very slotty. In the new one, you have one thing that you wear that has all the slots. Oh, that's nice. So you literally just put everything in and off of that. It's separate from all your pieces of cosmetics. That's just ease of use, bro. Yeah, That's just like delightful. Simple, very nice. Cuz I almost didn't want to play God of War 2018 because of the RPG shit in it. It was too much. Mm, yeah. It was too much. I got to worry about cooldown and then this luck stats on this thing, but then it can <laughs> mix with it and I it it was a lot. Yeah. And they're really like keeping that idea but simplifying and it's fucking beautiful. I can't wait to dig into it now. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm so fucking excited. But yeah, I want to tell you about the transmog thing because I wasn't fully aware of that shit. And I'm like, why isn't that more of a thing? It should be. And then Every you're like, have well, it. it is in the good games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear about a new video game that I'm playing lately? Sure. It's brand new. You might not have heard of it. Okay. It's called Overwatch 2. You did it. <laughs> I did it. Kelsey. Robert. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I know. I am I know. ashamed. Me too. For <laughs> shame. Right here. It's giving me the shame. Are you really? Right <laughs> yeah, are I'm you playing really? it. I'm playing it. But like, um, but like, are you playing it? Are you trying it? That's different. I, it feels like I'm playing it. I don't know, man. I am mad then. I don't 
I still don't know about it. So when I when I booted it up, when my friends finally convinced me, I actually cried for an hour beforehand. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I didn't want to. I was like, I'm not going to do this. Give me an hour okay. and I'll be ready. So took an hour to cry about it. And then I logged in. And uh, when I got online, Richard was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he like walked in. And he was like, who did this to you? Why are you doing this? Hang on. I am I am filled with Kratosery rage. I'm going to crack into this now. Okay, yeah, good idea. Story. I've, I've got one and two. Let's do this. Pound this Dr. Pepper in rage. So, I've been playing it. I've put in, um, like, two and a half days of gaming on it. So, like, six hours, maybe. Okay. Probably as much as I've played. Probably I, a bit more. I don't like it. I'm going to tell you right up front. Yes. Like I... <laughs> I don't want you to I don't want you to like it. I hate 5v5 so much. Like I didn't want to play because I like I've discussed before I am the tank on my team. Like I play yeah. in a six stack. I am the dedicated tank and the other ones will like swap into tank sometimes. I want to say like can you think about like it's a challenge to challenge my gameplay style. I can overcome and own this style of play and show that I can adapt. Does that no. make you feel any way? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> like, I felt so fucking bad tanking. So I told my friends, I was like, I, if so, if somebody else wants to tank, please tell me. Like, and I will like, offer. No. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we don't want to tank. And I was like, are you sure? Because I feel, I feel shitty. Like, I don't mind camping a character. I've accepted that on myself. I'll be diva. Okay. Someone else can be any other tank, whatever. But now I'm camping a whole role and I feel selfish and bad and gross. And I, it just it just feels bad i feel like people but, don't want it though so yeah they're not really camping it they're like That's good the thing this people is our like, ringer like <laughs> here you go you know yeah so people don't want to tank anymore and i can see why because it feels bad it's it feels bad i don't know how else to describe it other than it just doesn't feel good like i you opened up my eyes hugely when you were discussing it before it even ended i hadn't thought so much about the jobs that a tank does. You have to go get the snipers in the back line. You yeah, to, I never thought about that shit. You have to stand in front of your team and protect them from shit. You have to peel the fucking Genji off your Anna in the back. Like, I was I was always the guy that just stood there. I didn't I was never a push forward tank. Yeah. So I I'm guess like that's why <laughs> that's why it was maybe easier for me to wean in. Maybe I was like, Oh, it's kinda like what I do. Yeah. And you're like, This is the opposite of what I fucking do. Yeah, I play the dive tank, which is like the mobile all over the map tank. Okay. And you, like, what do you do in Overwatch 2 when your yeah, team... Yeah, whole aspect is gone. It's gone. Like the tank has... I can't, I can't even put into words how angry it makes me that they have just like completely stripped out a whole role. Like... The, the idea of off tank is no more. You have to be main tank always forever because yeah. that's all you are. There's one tank. You can't have tank buddies. You can't have pairs. You can't have anything. Yeah. It sucks. So the first day I was like, can we play open queue? Because open queue, everyone plays okay. every role. It's fine. Like it doesn't okay. matter if you, if you want to do like three tanks, two heals, you can do that, which is like, oh, so like a lot of people do. What? Like quick play classic was or whatever. Yeah, you okay, can pick okay, okay. any hero anytime. It doesn't have to have... You don't have to have a team composition. Gotcha. So we played that the first day. 
because I was uncomfortable about having no tank buddy. And that went fine. That was fun. It felt like Overwatch, but a little emptier and a little sadder. Yeah, because um, it's still five people, right? So it's still five people. Now you just, may be one healer, which is yeah. not a good look. You know? No. Okay. The the battlefield feels empty with ten people. Like it doesn't feel right. It just feels constantly like we're missing something. Which I mean, that's I think that's fair to say because we've had twelve on the battlefield for six years. So you expect to see when you look around, you expect to see five other silhouettes, and then you have to count yourself now. So yeah, it's just. It just feels weird. And the new push mode with the robot, I hate that mode. <laughs> I want to like that mode. I hate it. I I mean, I played it like twice. I don't know where the and fight is. And I was like, is. it's fine. Because the fight... You you hit the nail on the head with that shit right there. Because it's not the on the fight, robot. <laughs> no, it's not. And like the fight in payload maps is on the payload. The fight in point maps is on the point or at the choke. Like there's places where the fights are. And in these robot maps, the push maps, there's all these like weird side alleys. And then suddenly you're you're pushing the robot and you turn around and the whole fucking team is dead. And you're like, where'd you guys go? <laughs> or yeah. there's like a, a weird alleyway that everyone has come out of and you don't know where you are. It's just... It's a combination of I'm having to rethink the role that I play. I'm having to relearn how the team operates around me. I'm having to learn the new maps. I'm having to learn the new modes. Okay. It feels like a fully new game entirely. And I want to like it because I like to hang out with my friends and I like to play with get. I like to play this game with them, but I don't like to play this game with them. <laughs> it just, that's fair. I don't like roll queue anymore I, open queue is fine it sucks when you're facing yeah. a team that's three tanks but when you are on the team that's three tanks it feels a lot better it just doesn't i read a reddit thread the other day it was it was somebody that was like tell me your open and honest opinion on 5v5 now that we've had some time to sit with it and everyone was like i wish they'd done 7v7 instead <laughs> and i was like i never thought about it that way that sounds fun that would be really cool to have like two, 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 and then a flex roll or to have two, three, Dude, two, have three DPS. I don't know how much you follow multiplayers, but like, have you ever noticed one of the big draws for like a new game is they go, oh, we have a new 64 player map. Yeah. We've, we've done 128 player maps. You hear about games going up in people. Yes. Never down in people. Because that's stupid. I don't, it's very stupid. I don't know what the fucking thought process was oh, on this. I you made be... me happy with the thought of a 77. That <laughs> I know. Dope. I read that. And I, my mind was like, oh, I've opened new doorways. Like, that would be yeah. a cool mode, right? 77? Mm-hmm. I really, really hope that the future of Overwatch includes more modes that are not 5v5. Because I'll play an arcade mode that's like 4v4, deathmatch, that's fine. Because now yeah. every fucking game is basically a deathmatch. That's all they are anymore. There's no strategy. There's that's no like, group I up and like push em. together. <laughs> yeah. It's just a constant deathmatch. I hate it so I much. Hate, <laughs> I hate deathmatch. Yes. That's why I liked Overwatch. Because I like objective-based multiplayer. Yes. I don't I like, like deathmatches. Yes. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And I'm waiting for it to feel good. Like, it feels... It's not. I I keep wanting to play it because I want to play Overwatch. I don't yeah. want to play Overwatch 2. I want to play Overwatch. So I go in there and I expect I'm going to play Overwatch. And then I get Overwatch 2 and I'm like, I forget how sad this makes me. So I'm I, giving it a trial run. I don't... <laughs> I hope to hear back that you say I've uninstalled it again. 
I contemplated it the other day, man. I just... Oh, after... I mean, I did. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, no. It's gone. I don't have that anymore. I took one look at the monetization monetization menu, and I was like, actually, uh-huh. I don't need to even open this, and I closed it. <laughs> so I don't even know how it works when you get in there. Because all my friends, they were like, didn't you get the new Diva skin? And I was like, it costs human money. And they were like, and they were like no, yeah. it's, it's like free. It's in the battle pass. I'm like, yeah, it's in the money battle pass. Yeah. I'm not buying it. <laughs> it's, I'm not going to spend money on this game. I refuse. Just on principle. I'm not going to give it any money at all, ever. I won't. I would... I would be cool giving it money for the battle pass. 100% I would. If the battle pass felt good from the shit that I would get. And it doesn't. It doesn't. They don't give you enough to justify it. Like, they give nope. you a hero at the very end, which I hate that. I hate that system. It's so shitty at its core. It it gets at the core of what Overwatch is. And it's like, actually, mm-hmm. let's take a dump on that. <laughs> it- I want to make you very happy. Tell me. You have turned me on so much to Stylosa. Okay, yeah, I, I love I, Stylosa. <laughs> I, I watch those videos like, every fucking day. Whenever there's he's one, great. I'm always like, I love oh, his yes. accent. Because I, he's kind of my way into Overwatch 2 without me having to get into it. Yeah. So I get to kind of just learn the stuff and be good enough. And I actually watched one today. Okay. And it was him discussing. Uh, when they sell bundle packs for the costumes versus being able to buy them separately and stuff. Yeah. And it made me go, yeah, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> like, every time he does a video, I'm like, God bless you, man, for actually putting up with this yeah. to learn it enough to let people know. Yeah, I'm glad that content creators like that out there exist so that I don't have to do the heavy lifting and figure out, yeah. like, what am I doing? I think this might be one of the first times it's become like a i'm gonna put my money where my mouth is and say i don't like this i'm not going to indulge my time this is like yeah. one of the few t- because like how many times do i fucking shit on disney live action movies and i've been there day one on every single fucking one <laughs> that's not putting my money where my mouth is right yeah i'm fully taking that stance with two because i've seen how it affected you for one <laughs> i and f- the idea that buying a skin cost me 25 human dollars yeah for a skin in a game where i got them f- for playing and enjoying the game yeah is gross to me yes and it's a cosm <laughs> if and i mean i hate to say that too but like let's let's say diablo immortal mm mm-hmm. mhm where it's like pay to win. If I were paying yeah. money but getting like stat boost and getting to like destroy this game. Of, yeah, some feedback that's not just like I look pretty. Yes, like there's no tangible gains. Feel. Yeah, yeah. There's no feel to it. There's a look to it. Yeah. If I'm going to spend the money, I want to feel the change. I don't want to see a fucking dumbbell charm on my gun. Yes. By the way, that's ten human dollars. For a charm? Yes. Stylos, I love you. <laughs> you taught me things today. God, I hate it here. I hate it here. And I you know what's worse? There's the ones. The I don't even remember what they're called, but you've seen the ones where they just do the little Like I have a thing. It's a I I forget what they're called. But, but yeah, yeah, that thing. 
one of them well so first of all i i totally agree with him he was like it's the most pointless function mm-hmm. there's it's an emote that lasts it. like 30 seconds and That's they don't it. mean anything they're not even no. character centric if like roadhog pulled out a patch fucking yep i want that that's hilarious yeah beautiful. he's got that emote for that it's beautiful it's perfect yeah. junkrat pulls out a shake widow Dude, if she even pulled out like a pet spider or some shit, that would be cool. That would be cool. But it's it's a banana and they all can pull out the banana. Yeah. Like it's not just a Winston banana. It's like, oh, Mercy has the banana too. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a, so like the one that he showed today, it's 10 fucking dollars. It's like a stack of 45 pound weights like you were at the gym, right? Okay. That's a full blown Zarya thing. Yeah. Why would I put that on Tracer? Yeah. Why would she go and show me a stack of weights? The game doesn't the game doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't make sense. Like the monetization the, strategy yes. is fucking bad. Like and the game meant things with its features before. They meant yeah. things. None yeah. of these mean anything. No. It makes me like physically ill to think about all the dollars. I, I I can't wait to see their earnings because I want to know. I want to know one way or the other if they're making bank off of this, like Diablo Immortal, or if everyone is like, actually, that sucks and isn't buying shit. Because I mean, I know people <sighs> in my circle that have bought shit, and I'm not judging you guys for it. I won't judge you for it. I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the whole thing, right? If it brings you joy to spend that money. Fuck Go yeah, ahead. dude. Yes. I won't yuck your yeah. yum. I get absolutely no joy out of a Kiriko witch skin that cost me dinner with my family one night. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have dinner, man. I lived off of that. I don't know. It it just really rubs me wrong. Yeah. And it makes me think of like, what if I had a kid who was into a game like this and I had to Ooh, tell them okay. like... You can't buy that. Like, I'm not going to give you $25 to look like a witch in a video game. Sorry. Uh, they would think you're the worst parent ever. Yeah. Everyone else has the skin. Everybody else gets a cool gadget skin. Not you. Yeah, no, for <laughs> <Sorry>. real. Sorry. <laughs> nope. I'm not. You can't. I'm like, uh, Overwatch 2 doesn't exist in this household. That's against I, our religion. I, th- I, It makes me upset to think about children in the context of video games. Because when we grew up, this shit wasn't like this. It wasn't this bad. And yeah, we didn't have Fortnite to jump on no. and buy V-Bucks on mom's iPhone. No, I charged up on a free mud that a guy hosted in his basement. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that happened to my brother. My niece uh, bought a whole bunch of games on their phone and bought like $500 oh worth of like 99 oh, cent games. You no. Know? And then, oh you know, God. you got to look like a weirdo going to your credit card company and being like, hey... I really don't want all these 99 cent games, you know, <laughs> Jesus, but like that happens. Yeah. We got, um, an email from a listener okay. regarding all of this that I would love to read to you. Ooh, please. Okay. This is from our dear friend CJ. who's written in a couple of times and he was on a stream with us once playing, uh, dark souls. So that was on YouTube. If you guys yep. want to go watch that, check that out. CJ writes. So first off, let me say this. I don't play overwatch. <laughs> Not that I think it's a bad game or anything. I think it might be the movement. I was just never drawn to it. But I am a big Call of Duty player. 
Okay. I think the only one I haven't played was Cold War. Why do I bring this up? The Call of Duty developers, like Blizzard, are under Activision. Mm-hmm. And my thinking is that Call of Duty has been doing so well with their Battle Pass. A higher up at Blizzard or Activision said, hey, you should have a Battle Pass like Call of Duty and put characters behind it like they do. And a developer was like, our game depends on heroes. Insert Mr. Krabs as the boss. Money. Yep. <laughs> because it feels like these people who run these companies... Mm don't play the games they release because call of duty puts characters guns and skins behind their battle pass but again it's not a hero shooter so it doesn't matter yeah and you get enough call of duty points to buy the next battle pass within that battle pass see oh (laughs) Mm. even call of duty is doing it better that's that's gross And CJ says, I don't know if Blizzard is doing that, but I doubt it. They aren't. Mm -mm. They are not. Can confirm. You don't earn enough. You don't earn shit in the battle pass. You just get shitty cosmetics. And a hero. (laughs) A hero. Fundamental piece of the game that they lock down behind money. I know that you can earn it other ways later, but you're earning it later than everyone else. It's literally a a pay to win situation. Yeah. Anyway, CJ continues. I feel like the people that are running these companies now aren't using or they're not familiar with their games. Like when we were younger, it was gamers making games, or at least it was people who appreciated them. Right? Now it's something tagged on or releasing an incomplete game or straight up leaving out features until a later date for the sake of money. Mm-hmm. The other thing is Blizzard is thinking they're too big to fail and they're making uh, bad move after mm-hmm. bad move. And that shit adds up. Sounds very Jim Ryan to me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dude, Blizzard is fucking up, though. If you guys aren't listening to Friday Roundup and listening to me break down how (laughs) Blizzard is fucking up week over week, please, please go listen to that. Yeah. Uh, CJ continues, I'm a huge Diablo fan, and I'm going to hold off on buying it, Diablo 4, when it comes out, because of everything that they've done. Like, literally, I've been having the Hmm. same thoughts, too, because I'm like, I'm... I've been so excited for Diablo 4 ever since they showed that trailer back in like 2019, forever and ever ago. Oh, yeah. That was that long ago. (laughs) It was a fucking cool trailer. And I was like, oh, shit, that's going to be so good. And then it's just been Blizzard fuck up after Blizzard fuck up after Blizzard fuck up. And I'm not excited for it anymore. So he continues in his email. In so many words, Blizzard either saw Call of Duty's success with the battle pass or Activision told them to put one in and it was poorly executed. Either way, the game is suffering because of it. And in my opinion, it's out of touch higher ups who are making these decisions. But I could be wrong. Just my thought. Love you guys. Keep filling my ears on the MTOP days. Thank you so much, CJ, for writing in. CJ, you nailed it, though. Yeah. That's really good points. And then I, it, it actually made me think of this. It's entirely relative. Battlefield 2042, the last one that just came out. Okay. Call super of Duty. buggy. No, Battlefield. Mm. different franchise okay sucked man like that game didn't even fucking work when it came out it was one of those where let's release it people will pay it and then we'll fix it as we go but we already made our money right okay and that game got horrible sales and it's like the franchise might be in danger right yeah but you know it's probably not they'll do it again call of duty's had shit releases too and it keeps coming out every year but on the flip side so see, even it, if it got bad reviews, they might go, yeah, it's still good enough. Okay. Yeah. Flip side, 
we take Square Enix. They released Tomb Raider. Massive sales, massive success. They consider it a complete failure because it wasn't what they wanted it to be. Right. So it's like these people in charge don't even consider profit success. It it needs to be this lofty thing that I dream up. And even if it's not, maybe they're, they have a different goal in mind. Maybe it's yeah. not the profit. Maybe it's not player count or something else. Maybe they have a different value of success. And that's why some of these things continue. I really wonder what the metric is that they're shooting for. I would like to. Yeah. What is your metric? What is your measurable success factor? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Square one... should, should have been the profit and Laura Croft was profitable. And yeah. I said, this game sucks because it wasn't as profitable as I wanted it to be. Yeah. Fuck off, dude. Fuck right off. So, yeah, like, what's this one? Is it is it going to be a player count thing? That's, I don't know, because, I mean, they're already saying you have to have a phone number to sign up and be a player. And, I mean, they rolled that back a little bit. You only have to have a phone number now if you're a new player, which is still shitty. I don't know what their, <laughs> I, I don't Measuring. know what their measurement is. I think also to what CJ said, I don't know that people that were in games before were any more of gamers than they are now but gaming wasn't just so big that (laughs) you know okay so honestly modern warfare 2 just came out right Mm -hmm. which this is a total friday roundup topic but it pulled in basically a billion dollars in three days god i didn't know that so microsoft is gonna have a hard time saying that this isn't gonna be a giant powerhouse to own under a platform holder like you yeah. have the power to make a billion in three days. That's nuts. But Shit. It, but it does that regularly. Like almost every release brings in a billion dollars opening weekend. Yeah. So I don't know. they're going to have to fight that. But like, it's like you said, though, I don't know that the thing is that it was gamers making games before. I think it was just that the industry was not under the level of like crushing weight of capitalism that it currently is. Yeah. Who was pulling in a billion dollars on a game 20 no, years ago? Guitar Hero, maybe, when they hit, like, Guitar Hero 6, perhaps, they hit a billion. Like, I think that's also the other difference. We weren't in a success rate that investors were that, you know, entwined to, oh, well, this makes good money. Like, I want to be in on it now. Yeah. There's, there were not so many games that were considered, like, cultural phenomenons, like Fortnite. There was no, there was no Fortnite. Like, maybe Minecraft is the closest thing I could think of. Before that, yeah. And then, before that, it was just like, who cares about video games? It's just like shitty pixels on a screen, right? Nobody nobody gives a damn. Yeah, it just makes kids kill people. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it makes kids go shoot up their schools. We don't like video games. I think yeah. it's just that it is such a profitable venture point. Now, that's why you're, we're getting all these mergers and stuff, because people know... I can make pretty decent money from owning a game studio. Games do. Yeah. The games that make money make fucking money. Look at Diablo Immortal. Like, my God. Look at Grand Theft Auto. They pull in a billion dollars a, a year still, and That's they haven't nuts. produced content in like 10 years. That's <laughs> so wild. Fortnite <sighs> pulls in like a billion a month or some stupid shit. Like, it's, it's ugly, dude. It's out of control. Like, there's gaming has reached a point now where 
the cultural significance of it is backburnered for the profit. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think even movies have, well, that's not fair to say because the movies have reached that point with stuff like Marvel and Disney because they're just saying like, make another one, make another one. I don't like content. all the TV shows. And yeah, like, cause all the TV shows bother me. Cause I'm like, yeah, now I feel like you're just throwing <laughs> content at me yes. for me to want to indulge, but I, dude, I need a breather. <laughs> Disney dropped Tales of the Jedi all in one sitting right in the middle of Andor. And I'm like, stop. I, oh, yeah. I, I can't breathe. I have too many things to watch. I have so, watched none of the Marvel shows except for those few like a while back. I'm like five shows behind. Yeah. And I'm like, like I don't want to. I'm finding it hard to complain because we're getting pretty good content in the Star Wars world right now. So I don't want to say stop making it. But at the same time, I'm like, give me a minute to digest but it. But you also said pretty good. What if yeah. we had only <laughs> great content? Because we took yeah. time. What if we yeah. had bangers every time? Wouldn't it be nice? That should that should be more valuable than having mediocre content all the time. Yeah. But content all the time is more profitable than making good content every now and then. <laughs> like you ready I'm for a content break? Yeah, I'm chugging the rest of this pepper like now. <laughs> hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Jason. And we're the hosts of the Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. And we are on a mission to rid the world of Facebook fake Instagram ickies and Twitter takes. And we do this through unfiltered dialogue about faith, mental health, and uncomfortable conversations. And sometimes we talk about really deep and serious topics. And sometimes we talk about stupid stuff and make jokes and talk about our lifelong goal of being great at fitness. But no matter what, we are unfiltered as we talk. So we hope that you join us on the journey. I used to also carry a thing in my back pocket. It was, I'd say more like a journalism one, because it's the one that yes. had like the little rings and you flipped it over. Yes. You know? <laughs> That's exactly um, what I carried because of journalism. Oh, well, I did it because as I had movie ideas or like camera angle shots that I thought of, Hell I would yes. jot them down in there. Amazing. Um, I found it the other day and I was all like, I thought up some cool shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to know what one was that I do yes, remember writing? Absolutely. In there? I don't know why this entered my brain, but I was like, oh, dude, here we go. Spider-Man Venom fight. Okay. Spider-Man uppercuts Venom and he bites his own tongue off because he has that long tongue or whatever. <laughs> okay. And I jotted that down in the notebook. <laughs> I thought that was dope. All right. <laughs> cool. So somewhere in, in this house, there's a notebook that just says Spider-Man <laughs> uppercuts Venom. <laughs> he bites his own tongue off. <laughs> see this is why you're not on twitter that's your that's twitter. my life man yeah my brain is my twitter beautiful i well that's the thing i can't i can't put that on twitter because guess what the next spider-man movie he's gonna uppercut venom and he's gonna bite his tongue off and i'll be like yep. I, I came up with that. i did that first i said that in my notebook <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble, you can get that full bonus episode by going over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and signing up to be a patron. We absolutely love our patrons. We interact with them all the time. Think about content for them. They drive our wheels, man. If you want to be the ultimate supporter, 
You can go over to the Yimtope Apparel store, get you some Yimtope gear. It is getting frigid. Ragnarok is coming? No. But winter's coming, guys. <laughs> Hoodies are out. We got sweatshirts, and they're thick, and they're comfy, and they're warm, dude. I love... They're so cozy. I love my uh, zip-up hoodie. It's the perfect thing. I love it. Yes. My pullover sweater, the Honeycrisp Crew, is fecking warm, yeah. and I adore it. Taylor wears her uh, Shrimp Council Zeitgeist thing every every night. That's what she sleeps in. Nice. Uh, so that link is in our show notes. Be sure to hop on over there if you need some Yim Tote merch. And again, a thank you to all of our supporters. We love you guys so, so much. And with that, let's get you into that show. Let's get you back to that content. Can we talk about Love is Blind? Okay. So I just watched two weeks worth in two days. Oh my God. You must be just like flat on the ground and emotionally in your heart right now. I will ask a question up front. Okay. When season four rolls around, are you going to watch the show? Yes. <laughs> I'm It's so not. bad for me emotionally. I'm but, not, man. Uh, I think I'm out. I, I'm not getting the warm and fuzzies from the show no more. No. I'm going to remind me at the end of the show to bring you some warm and fuzzies, and I will do that. Okay. But on to the sharp and, sharp and rusties. There you go. <laughs> Dude, this show is getting out of fucking hand. It's bad. It's so bad. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do with these people. Is it the show making drama? Or is it just because Dallas people suck ass? It's could, it could be a little bit of both, honestly. So have you noticed? Have you noticed that this season, I think this season more than ever, they are getting them too drunk. They're oh, yeah, like, that's happening. They are really encouraging. Like, why don't you guys go to a bar and have way too much to drink and then get into a huge fight? Like, I think the ultimatum has rubbed off a little bit on them. I think so, man. Yeah. Because, because I know exactly what you're talking about. Because out of nowhere, they go to a bar and they go, hey, let's bring Andrew back. Let's let's just bring yeah, the Asian bring tantric Andrew dude back. back. Why not? Let's bring Andrew back for a show. Yeah, just for because, no fucking like, reason. We just want to drive a little bit of a wedge between Nancy and Bartiz. Yup. And what that shit fucking... pissed me off. And it worked, though, because Andrew got in there with his, like, hey, Nancy, how are you doing? Is he treating you right? You have you have uh, orgasmed with your sex? eyes? With your uh, ears down by your feet yet? <laughs> have you just thought of the clear blue sky and transitioned your soul yet? Let me see this picture I took of a lion having tantric sex. Yeah, the lion even knows how to do the mini orgasms without ejaculating. <laughs> I taught him. <laughs> but like, Andrew's too fucking much. <laughs> but yeah, like, why? Because they didn't do that on any other show, and they didn't bring no. any other wedge back into the picture. I know. It was like just that, because they were like, everyone else has enough drama going on. Let's just like kill these guys a little bit. Well, Brennan and Alexa don't really have drama. Not at that point in the show, they don't. Yeah. But they keep showing this fucking, like, sizzle reel for the upcoming episode. Because, okay, so you saw the sizzle reel at the end of the, the last group of episodes. And then this group of episodes. Yes. And in both of those, they keep showing their upcoming wedding day. Because we haven't gotten there yet. Yep. 
they keep showing the upcoming wedding day and it keeps being like are you are you ready to do this can you fucking handle it if something goes wrong is something gonna happen and it's like alexa being like what the fuck and brennan being like i can't do this but okay (gasps) they showed in the first sizzle reel him Mm -hmm. meeting with the families and he had a breakdown and it wasn't in the show at all yeah that's true so i'm like they fucking lie dude they do lie man i hate this show (laughs) like this show has transitioned into a business thing now like it it is it is fully a television show now it is not a love experiment and that's why i'm not into it even though (sighs) i did cry today (laughs) did you cry i did cry today bro (laughs) we'll get there later but i i i did weep today this is about Nancy and Bartiz? No. Is it about Raven and SK? Yeah, man. Oh, my God. I'm so upset about Raven and SK. We're, I, we'll get there. Okay. I can't with them. Uh, I I was full. Like, Taylor was just like, wow, that sucks. And I'm like, it sure fucking does. And I'm like, I'm like full blown losing it. And she's like, yeah, that kind of sucks. I'm like. I'm like really surprised. And I was all like, I can't believe you're not an emotional wreck. <laughs> I can't believe you're not in a puddle of your own tears. Uh, but okay. So, so where I picked up was like this, how long ago from stuff. Cause like we didn't do the last shows cause Halloween happened and we did our yeah. amazing interview. Right. Yes. So where I picked up was Bartise being in Malibu and going like, damn, Raven is Fine. I'm attracted to every other girl at this party, dude. Except for you, Nancy. So that's where we have to start from. Okay. Okay. Let's start there. Okay. There are no filters on any of these people. And I don't know if that's a Dallas people are rude thing or what. (laughs) I think it's an alcohol thing because I swear to God, every single time they get these people in a room together, they're like, you have to have a minimum of three shots before you can start talking to each other. I feel but like not like, even that because now we're going all the way to the end here. When Cole was fighting with Zenob at some point and then just straight up Jesus. goes, "Are you fucking bipolar or what?" Yeah, no filter, no filter, no thoughts, just just mean. But that is how every single one, all the women, every single one of these people, does that shit. Yeah, they're all just like. Except for Nancy, honestly. I haven't I haven't had any okay. problems with Nancy. So fine. Real quick. Who's your top girl for the show? Nancy. <laughs> Fucking Nancy. I, Perfect human. Love her. She's adorable and wonderful and just I, I just want to light up her little soul. Like I she's know. just got a fantastic uh, personality, a wholesome she seems her vibe. Her is, vibe is immaculate. Is, is right. Yeah. It's right. Okay. Who's your top dude? I'm looking at my list here because SK, honestly. I'm between Brennan and SK. It was SK. Might be Brennan now. So we'll get there. <laughs> I don't know about Brennan. Dude, that fool is like, I'll take on a new religion for you. I will do yeah. anything for you. He found his person and he's like, I'll follow. But that's the thing. Everybody in that circle keeps trying to say, like, you shouldn't do it. She keeps saying it. His, fa- Her family keeps saying it. They keep going like, yeah. are, are you sure you want to sign on for this? We're going to fuck you up. And like, yeah, they keep trying to get him to say no. And I don't know if that's like a test. I don't know. Of, it's of a his weird strength vibe. and resolve. Yeah. But it's, like, it's very antagonistic. Yeah. 
But he is he he keeps saying I'm a thousand percent in, and he is straight up a thousand percent in. Yeah, that man is a beautiful man. But the problem with but that SK I have, is dope. yeah, the problem I have with Brendan and Alexa is that I don't think they're having like deep conversations. Like Alexa keeps being like, "We're the number one couple. We're awesome. We don't fight. We just have sex all the time. It's great." And yeah, they don't have like we haven't seen them connect deeply emotionally yet. They have like a couple conversations where he's mm. like, you know, I grew up poor and it's not that great. And I always want to make sure that I can provide for you. And she's like, well, I grew up rich. We're going to sign a prenup and I fucking don't ever want you to not have money. I think you're right. I think <laughs> I think I'm thinking they might be deep because he keeps doing things for them. But it's just people going like, this is what we need you to do. And he goes, OK. And yeah. He just like keeps agreeing to do things. But she's not agreeing to do nothing. No, she's not. Like, she's very surface level. I've yet to see them have yeah. a conversation that's not just, like, either about sex or about that's how true. great they are as a couple. That's true. You're right. So, and maybe that's why they don't focus on them too much. Yeah, that's why I'm like, maybe they're on the rocks. I don't know. Like, we don't maybe, get a whole man. lot of screen time for them. Hmm. It just, it's weird. That's true. I didn't really think about it. So because they're not, they're not up there a lot. Yeah, no. Right. Okay. I'm concerned about their wedding day. I don't know what's going to happen. I want to believe the sizzle reel. I want to believe that something is going to go wrong. But I, I only wanted one couple to even make it. Same. <laughs> okay. So all right, wh- where else do we fucking go from here? Are we just going to go God. couples and Let's discuss go couple things by couple. Seen? Okay. Yeah. Let's go couples. Uh, pick your bottom fucking couple and let's go oh. to the top. Let's let's go up. Let's go it's up. It's between Zeneb and Cole and Matt and Colleen because they're equally bad for the same reasons. Because those need to be <laughs> swapped. They just need to do a quick switch. You know what, That's... Kelsey? Why don't you go marry Colleen? Why don't you go marry Cole? <laughs> that was the fucking best, dude. And I yeah. literally go, let's do that. Yeah, I know. Swap. I was like, get the producers swap Let's the just people. swap quick. The show would be instantly better if those people would swap. Zenob and Matt would thrive, dude. Cole and Colleen would thrive, dude. I I feel bad for Matt, kind of, because I know, like, his... So his backstory is that he had, like, a, a high school sweetheart that they've been dating since they were, like, 14. Yep. And after, what, like, 10 years, she called him and was like, I've been cheating on you and I'm pregnant with this other guy and I don't want to see you anymore. And that was, like, That's it. it. Yeah. So, obviously, he's going to have some lasting trust issues from that. Yes. And he can't move past it. He's just like stuck on it. And Colleen say, is, dude, he, Colleen's taking the brunt of that and it sucks. As much I, as I'm like, I understand you. He overreacts to no end, dude. Yes, he does. He's, He's packed up twice. I know. He keeps being like, I'm done. I'm out of this relationship. T- like pulling his microphone off and packing his bags and shit. And I think for, for her faults, Colleen is still taking it really well like yeah she she's had those segments where she's like you have to commit to this and when she met his family she was like this is a for real thing and i want to be with your son but then they go have that dinner in the aquarium and she's like i don't know if i can do this that was very honest of her i will give her that it was yeah like like you said no filter (laughs) but But also that motherfucker they go to eat steak and he's like, oh, yeah, cut into your steak. Is it a uh, cooked? Well, fucking say you don't love me. <laughs> yes. Like, God, it was weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's the editing or if it's just like this is who he is as a person. I mean, we did. 
we did peg him for being a little unhinged when we did our initial videos. <laughs> and then I thought he was very sane, but I'm being shown he's a little un unhinged. Yeah. The dude's not right. Like, I, <laughs> I feel bad. Right. That boy ain't right. I feel bad for his past, but he needs to get I therapy and move on. Like, yeah. it's not it's not good to just dwell That's on that all shit. all Taylor said. She was like, he should have just done therapy before he came to this and i was like well it yes. happened like two years ago and she's like that's two years of therapy you could have had yeah <laughs> like so i'm like I yeah think, okay i think they need to add a phase in this show where they go to couples counseling and just like fucking talk because these people could really use it that you're you're hitting the nail on the head for me <laughs> It's the accuracy for me, Kelsey. Oh, my God. I literally, okay, in our in our topic suggestions, if you'll scroll up to 1026 oh when I was God. writing down spoilers. <gasps> okay. I, I wrote Zenab. It's the blank for me because every single time, I, I counted like 13 times in one episode. It's the whatever for me. Oh, my God. I cannot Dude. with that. I know this was filmed like... A little bit ago yeah i guess that that phrase was just hitting its stride it was big <gasps> but like everybody says it all of the time yes all of them do but Zen and especially am i wrong am i being chuggy man <laughs> i thought it's the blank for me meant that's the thing that you don't like no like, that's the that's the good stuff I always thought it was the bad stuff because you would be like, no. oh, like, it's the laugh for me. Like, uh, you know, that's that's killing this vibe. That's how I've oh. always seen it on TikTok. Really? For me, I, I always see like it's the like it's the good stuff for me. I've always seen it the opposite way. And then but they use it both ways in this, though. Like she'll yeah, say like true. it's the this for me. Like it's the it's jaguar in the pool for me. I don't like that. Right. <laughs> but 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 then it's like. <laughs> It's the unseasoned chicken for me. I love it. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, so that whole chicken uh, scene was a mess. Do you know? Okay. So that goes straight into the point that I was about to say. You hit it on the head. This show needs communication. That scenario yes. gets fixed. We had the fight. We, we like me and Taylor made that fight happen in this room. And I said, here's, <laughs> here, here's how I solve it immediately. And then I said something and she goes, yep, it's done. And Boom. I feel okay with that. And then I go, okay, or what if you said this? And she goes, oh yeah, that would have done it too. And I'm like, yep. but we didn't do any of it. We just attacked each other. And then he pulls out the fucking bipolar card. God, that was such a mess. What the fuck? So you can okay. ask that question. Not that way. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not in an accusing way in the middle of a fight. Like, Okay. So I know we're flip-flopping between Matt, Colleen, and Zenob and Cole because they're so intertwined. Yeah. Okay. I am... I put myself in the shoes of both Zenob and Cole in that situation. So, like, they're in the kitchen and they're cooking yeah. and Cole is really fucking bad at it. He's, like, he is putting the chicken in the pan while Zenob is cutting up the sweet potato fries. And I'm like, those fries are going to take a long time. And then Zenob says out loud, like, hey, these fries are going to take a little while. Do you want to wait on the chicken? He's like, we'll just eat the fries after. It's what I always do. Like, yeah. that's, that's not a way to, to eat. <laughs> like, eat the to fries each with their the own, meal. man. I guess. Just, that's the way I've always done it. That's a, such a 25-year-old boy thing to say. Like, I don't have to have my fries with the meal. We'll just have them afterward when they're done. 
okay, whatever. And so he's like cooking the chicken and making a mess with it and like not using a spatula to flip it over, just flipping it like a chef would, but in a bad way. Yeah. And he doesn't season the chicken at all. It's just like white pale chicken in a pan. And then I comes over and is like, you should put some seasoning on that. And I'm like, yeah, you should. So I'm like, what's up in this? And then she goes to open the microwave to get something or other. And yeah. fucking like 35 Nerf balls come pouring out. And it was like, who's... What life is this? Yeah. I was so mad on her behalf. And he goes, and he's like, oh, you found my Nerf stuff. And he comes back and like shoots her in the face with a Nerf gun. I'm like, is this fucking scripted? Like, I is, doubt that was scripted, man. Is this human real? Like, is this the way he lives? Yeah, I bet. Because we've already oh agreed he's a frat boy. Yes, it stressed me out so bad. And she was visibly stressed about it. You put a frat boy in that scenario. They are having the best time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's fucking... Ne- oh, my eye! You motherfucker! Nerf chicken! <laughs> yeah, and then they fucking have God. a good time. Yeah. Uh, it was just so frustrating. Like, I really felt presented in that. But then, like... But, see, she could... But, see, her thing was she doesn't say anything about it, though. Yeah, she, she just, like, just internalizes me. it. Yes. Because we said, all she had to say was, you know what? I have no problem fucking you up with a Nerf gun. After but dinner. After, yeah. And if she says that, he doesn't go, well, I feel like you're you're just like mad at me. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she is mad at you, but she was not saying it. Yeah. And that bugs me because she like she clearly has a reason to be upset in that moment. Like yes. they're trying to cook a nice dinner together and he's bringing a fucking Nerf gun out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. Table the Nerf gun. <laughs> Have the dinner. Come back to it. Yeah. But instead, she just, like, internalizes it and gets mean and angry. And then they have this, like, frigid dinner. And and then he's Cole. really bad at saying his side as well. Yes. And then he just, just, like, starts... I, I just want a doting woman that's sweet to me I all the time. Want, I just want you to be sweet all the time and not do anything ever that's mean. I want you to be kind and just, just good. I, you know, that's fine, dude. But you have to understand... She just came home from work. Yeah. Not everybody wants to get shot with a Nerf gun while you're spilling chicken grease all over the kitchen. Yes. Time and place, bro. There's clearly an age difference. Like, 25 to 31, there is a lot of, like... I just fucking so, man. It's only six years, but it's six crucial years. <laughs> I feel like your late twenties, you go through shit, and then when you're thirties, you're you're okay. You're just like, but, oh, life makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's a very it's a chrysalis of a time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then over dinner, he's just like, "Are you bipolar?" Like out of fucking nowhere. And I was like, "That sucks." Oh, that. I was like, that- "All right, I'm done with him, dude." I audibly gasped. I was like, <gasps> clutching my pearls like, and shit. I was still with him, like, because he was just like, well, I don't know. Because he kept asking, what was the what was the altercation in the kitchen? He was trying to figure out, what did I do that made you mad? Because he can't figure it out, which, yeah, that that's his own thing. But he was asking, what happened in the kitchen that led to you being mad at me? Right. And she wouldn't answer that. Yeah. She just, like. She just thought that he should know. Well, and that it- well, you know what? If you don't want to marry me, then you just don't want to fucking marry me. Like, whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, that's their solution to everything. Yeah, and it came out of nowhere. So I understand why he was perturbed because yeah. I even told Taylor. Uh, I was like, 
everybody hates when fun doesn't land. I know you've yeah. probably done it. I was like, you and me both to Taylor. I was like, there's times where I've tried to like do something fun, but you, you, you don't feel like it. So it hits wrong. There's times when you've tried yeah. to have fun, but I'm in a bad mood. So it doesn't hit right. And we kind of get mad at each other in something that shouldn't be so wrong, but it happens. But you just have to say that shit. Yeah, and so be like, I get I'm him. sorry, I had a long day at work. I don't want to be hit with an airplane yeah. right now. He was trying to have fun. He's just not smart enough to see that that's not how you how you should have that fun. Yeah. <laughs> but all she has to say is like, bro, dude, can I enjoy dinner? And then I will fucking fuck you up with a nerf gun and he'd be like oh this is gonna and you know then like he gets his playful moment yeah but instead our angry silence are you you fucking bipolar you're bipolar and he's like so for real about it too like yeah (laughs) like put on his philosopher face and shit like are you bipolar uh i think it might be bipolar babe (sighs) like that the breakdown of communication that happens on this show flabbergasts me and taylor yes it is so bad. Like, I, I really think that if they just brought in an expert to be like, hey, maybe if you guys communicated, it might feel a little bit better. But then we said this, though. We we were like, okay, me and Taylor have had times where we had to work on communication stuff, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, there's one moment that was a big learning moment for us. That was like years in. Yeah. These people have days. Yeah, true. We cannot expect them to be that good at communicating with each other this fast. I guess. But you hope and you wish for it. (laughs) You do. And I'm like, he has to be with her long enough to learn, like, I'm going to have to step up my game in this area of not being so kid-like and leaving shit like ping pong balls in the fucking microwave. (laughs) Like, he's going to have to learn that shit. Yeah. But he has to experience that shit. And I now I'm right with you. Like, he's 25. He hasn't left ping pong balls in there for girls to find yet. And now he's learning. Yeah. I guess, you know. I don't fucking He's a mess. Mean. Everyone's a mess. They're I all a mess. I fucking hate this show. I know. I I almost wanted to stop watching after Nancy and Bartiz had their, like, really big argument. Uh-huh. About the, the abortion rights. All right. So hang on done with the loser couples yes i'm done with them let's let's do brennan and alexa next because really the only two strong couples are bartice nancy raven and sk i think that's that's the two we need to focus on so let's do brennan and stuff okay like you said not much to go on (laughs) no they're they're not in the show a lot no they're not but like i was soup this guy man he walked into that family where they're all like, we're fucking rich and Jewish, man. You going to do it? And he was like, yes. <laughs> like, I don't know why they're doubting him when all he does is say yes. And he's learning <laughs> things and he says it back to him. Yeah. And he's, and he's wearing the yarmulke and like, yeah, he's not saying these things to them. He's showing these things to them and they don't right. trust him still. Right. And they don't like him. No, I don't know why. I don't know why. I do. Like, I, I think I think it's because he is the poor dude. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they straight up were like, we live an affluent lifestyle. We yeah. fucking have money to spend that money. But and he's like, is, I don't have AC, bro. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> he didn't have AC when he was growing up, but I think now, what well, he's like an engineer or some shit, right? Like he's not a poor guy anymore. Yeah, he's like a water treatment uh, person. Yeah, so I think he makes enough of a living for himself. He just lives a modest life and doesn't have excess, you know? Yeah. And I think that she wants excess because there's that there was that scene between them where she was like, I wear an outfit once and it's done. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's a look. Yeah. And then I put it away and I don't use it anymore. Yeah. I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta live better if you're, if you live one outfit at a time. There are people that do that, though. Yeah. And that's like bad. a lot of people, like a lot of people do that. That Isn't that weird? Nuts. Yes. Isn't that's that weird a to you? bizarre way to live as a person who like will wear a shirt for 15 years. That That's unheard of. So there was a lady at my job that she, um, she would go out and find an outfit that she liked uh-huh. and she would just buy the, the exact same thing in every color available. Yes. Women do that. We love to do that. But then once <laughs> she wore through all the colors, they all went away and then she'd had to find a new one to wear all the colors. But like, yep. it, it was kind of the same thing, but like she would find one and wear it to death with all the colors. Yeah. But then once I've hit the rainbow spectrum, new outfit to hit the <laughs> rainbow spectrum, you know? Okay, sure. And I don't understand that either. Man, I just like for real, I, I, I have t-shirts from high school that I still wear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If they're still good shirts, they're still good shirts. I'll wear a shirt until the armpits, like, literally rot out. Yeah, man. (laughs) I just don't think that they're going to work in the long term. I think that he wants it more than she does. Yes. And their conversations about money show that to me. I think so. So that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. So for the wedding... What do you think all these couples are going to say? So Zenim and Cole, what do you think they're going to say? Him and her. I think she says no. I think. And he says yes. If we even get that far, because remember, they kind of just ask the person that's going to say no first so that it just kind of ends there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I think they are both going to say no, actually. Uh, Matt Fullblown says no. Yeah, Matt says no. Colleen says yes. Yeah. That's okay. what I think. And then Zenob and Cole both knows. Because they had the fight literally the day before. Yes. Yeah, it's probably both knows. So Brennan and Alexa. I think she even says no. You I think f- so? I feel like her family's not into the guy. Yeah. The way they keep pressuring him, like, if he is leaving. Because I think they just want him to leave. I know. I, I kind of think with the meltdown they keep showing i kind of think that she says yes because she does seem to be on board with him like she seems to love him yeah but i think he's gonna say no because of this whole family situation like her family keeps pressuring him in the worst ways yeah it's not gonna go good yeah so yeah so the last episode we did get all the way up to the weddings of sk and raven and nancy and bartiz and only completed one yes which is one and one half weddings i hate that i know so what do you want to do do you want to hit nancy and bartiz since we don't know yeah okay man okay i hate bartiz so much yeah i don't deep inside my core i can't stand this man i don't like him he sucks. And he's totally going to say yes. You think so? 
I think it was a no until she did the gift yeah. beforehand. And I think that that's going to was... warm his little heart over. And he's going to be like, <sighs> I think I'm ready to grow up. And he's going to try it, but they will fail long term. He frustrates me because of all the shit that he's been putting her through. Because, like, this is a whole thing, like, deep deep and shake. Because I he keeps being that like... Shit, man. He keeps being like, I'm just so not into her physically. And she is gorgeous. Knockout. Yes, drop dude. dead. Beautiful. Like, yes. she's incredible. She's so pretty. And he keeps being like, I'm just not there. The physical component isn't there. And I get that people have different tastes, but she's basically a supermodel. So I don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps being like, I want somebody who's like athletic and tall and blonde. And he's saying all this shit in front of her, which is horrible. Not, not even don't- in front of her. To her. To her, yeah. Like Nancy, to her face. I love blonde tall ladies and you are not these. <laughs> like Sucks, he's saying right? this about other women who were in the room to his fiance who was in the room. It's it's bad. And then they had this whole thing where so they were just talking about like stuff that could come up in their relationship because she works with special hmm. needs kids and she's like, What if I got pregnant? And then we found out that it was going to be a special needs child. What would we do? And he's like, oh, keep the baby unquestionably forever. Like every scenario, keep the baby. And then I love the way she did it because she presented this argument. She was like, what if like you're too young to raise a child and you can't afford it? What then? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, I I guess you can have an abortion at that time. Okay, well, what if you like get impregnated by somebody who's like your your cousin or your uncle or something? What if it's non-consensual? And he's like, okay, yeah, that's that's fine. You can get you can an abortion then. She talked to him and was like presenting these scenarios that people don't fucking think of. And I hate that it's like based on a scenario basis too, where everyone's like, yeah, you can't have an abortion unless this, or you can't do it unless that it should just be a flat thing across the board. Women have the right to their body and the right to choose at all times. And if it's a special needs kid and you're not equipped financially or emotionally to give this child the care that it needs, if you choose to abort it, that's your choice. And Bartiz couldn't get behind that. But then what'd you think about the whole like, well, I mean, everybody should get one free pass. Everybody Fuck gets up one. Fuck up that's once, but so then learn your stupid. lesson. Everyone gets like one free abortion. It's fine to just have one as a treat. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, that you, just, you get a hall pass. That's so stupid. But then how come plan B was okay? Yeah. Why is plan B okay? (laughs) Is that a preventative, you know? Like the argument is these people will talk themselves in circles to say anything, Mm -hmm. but the fact that women should have full autonomy to their bodies. And Nancy kept telling him like she was, she was coming at it from all the right angles, presenting it in all the right lights. And he still just couldn't see it any way, but in his own mind. Then, He took her to see his family and goes, you should hear her talk about abortion. It's stupid. Yes. And then his whole family was like, I can't believe you would abort a baby, a sweet, beautiful baby who has a chance at life. And cornered (sighs) her alone to defend herself. Yes. Like, that was a conversation for you two. Yeah. But he purposefully brought it up to his family, I guess, to be like, let's pressure her into changing her mind. Yeah. So messed up. It was bad. I just don't like who he is as a person. Like, he started to come around in the last few episodes. You know, they've talked and stuff. But he made her, like, sob. These horrible, racking sobs. And I've wanted to hug her so bad. I've never wanted to crawl through my screen and hug a person more. Now, okay. 
you watch with subtitles. Yeah. I even brought this up to somebody today. They watch with subtitles. Didn't pick up on this. Okay. The Andrew thing at the bar. Yeah. And Bartise wanted to uh, fight, dude. Mm-hmm. He was ready to fuck somebody up. He wanted to throw hands. Okay. When she's like, we're just talking. And he was like, okay, figure out what you need to. And then he walked away. Yeah. The subtitles say, figure out what you need to. And that's it, right? Uh-huh. It's not what he says. What did it he say? It was much more aggressive because I heard it and was like, that's not what I read, though. So I rewound it. And he's like, because he's doing this weird, like, pressuring them stance. And then he just yeah. goes, okay, 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 fine. You talk, figure whatever the fuck you need to figure out. <laughs> and then he walked away. He was so aggressive. Like, in, in like, a bad way, though. Yeah. She straight up, she didn't even have to say this, but she could have been like, I literally just told him I'm glad I didn't choose him. Which yeah. she did. She did. And the conversation they were having was totally normal. Like, despite Andrew's bizarre personality, she was just like, yeah, you know, I'm glad I didn't choose you. And I feel like I chose the right person, even though we're having some struggles. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to tell you that so that you can gloat in front of this man as well? Like, she's not going to do that. So dumb. But he, like, got so mad. And it, (sighs) it it was that moment. That scene that made me go, I kind of see like what he could be. Andrew? And I, no. Bartiz. And I was like, I don't think I like him. Yeah. Like, that was like unprompted aggression. Yeah. Like, how would he act if it had escalated just a little bit further, you know? Like, oh, if yeah. Nancy wasn't there to de-escalate the situation, he would have yeah. fought Andrew. Yeah. And nothing happened. I mean, I will admit, Andrew was kind of being like... Are you sure you don't want me? I mean, he was kind of he like was. trying to He's put some stuff on, on her. Yeah. But she shut him down every time. She did. And I mean, yeah. Okay. So he said he came over because they smiled. That was That's it. That's what Bartiz's reasoning was. He was like, oh, I see you guys smiling. You can't smile in a conversation, buddy. Yeah. That's why he came over. He said, he said, you guys are smiling. What are you uh, talking about then? What are, <laughs> what are you saying? Why do you have reason to smile? Like, that's a weird... That's a weird controlling shit that I don't like. That's weird to me. Yeah. That whole party was a mess, though. Like, this is the one where they they took him to the bar for no reason other than to cause fights, basically. Because this is the same party where Matt and Cole and Colleen their and whole, Zineb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they had their whole quadrant blow up. Which, I don't think we talked about that on the show, have we? How, like, Cole was coming on to Colleen at the pool we party. We did. We did. Yeah. In, like, the last one. Because it had happened. But then... Yeah. Then it turned into the whole, I'm on team Matt. You should go marry Colleen. Well, you go yeah. marry Matt. So no, that shit. I don't know, man. It's this just annoying. All drama. Yeah, it is. Like, it's complete drama. And I don't like it. <sighs> but then we get to the best of the best. Yes. We get to Raven and SK, which I had the least hope in. I know. And I then was so. As it went, the greatest hope in. I know. Raven, I was so, like, not about her as a person because I kept going back to that moment where she's doing fucking jumping yes, jacks yeah. while I think Bartiz was opening up to her in the pods or something. Yeah. And he was, he fucking would have left Nancy for her in a minute still. Yes. Just still. because he saw her. Yeah. So he never brought that up again. Why would you no. not be like, that girl did this to me. I know that character now. But instead he went fucking hot. Yeah. It's because for him, love is not blind. Like, he's just like, 
All right, we got to go back to Bartice and Nancy for when he met her brothers. Oh, my God, her brothers. I love her brothers so much. And they're like, if she weighed 400 pounds, would you still love her? And he was like, I'd never let it get there. I'd be like, we're going on a diet. Yeah, he's like, well, she's going to have to lose weight if she weighs 400 pounds. Like, and this guy's looking at him like, you don't actually love her, do you? <laughs> like, I know. He's right through his shit. Bartiz has a talking style that I really hate. He's he he just says things very confidently. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to just de-escalate and be like, "Oh yeah, okay." Right. Because he's like, "If you loved my sister, like would you love her at 400 pounds?" Well, you see, it would never really get there because, you know, we would see that situation and we would probably do something about it beforehand because I would be like, "Hey, you know, I see this is going on. I feel like, you know, I would do this for me, so I feel like you would want to do that for you because it's reciprocal and that's what we would do." Answer like the question, Bartiz. That's how he talks for everything, though. He yes. He he puts on a presentation for every sentence that he says. Right. That's weird to me. It's annoying. Ugh. So anyway, yeah, that whole thing was weird. <laughs> SK and Raven. Yes. I loved their love, man. I know because the relationship it wasn't really standard. No, they their relationship really blossomed over time. Like in the beginning, I kind of had yeah. my doubts when she was like, you can't keep up with me when I'm doing my Pilates and like keep your house clean and shit. And she just bothered me. But the more I saw them together, the more that they worked. Like they both yeah. bring out the best in each other because they're so opposite yet so complimentary, you know? Yeah, that's what I loved about them. That they were just like, well, I want you to have your business, so... You know, I'm doing something too. Now, look, we're both doing something for us and it doesn't really impact us as being a couple. Yeah. Why can't we do both of our things and be good? And she was like, yeah, that's what I want. And he's like, that's what I want. And it's like, okay, yeah. cool. They're both like independent, but they want to have their relationship still, which is wonderful. Yes. And the whole thing where SK is going to be going to college, like right after they get married, he's going to be going to get his master's in California, which that's... <sighs> tough that is tough you know? but you have to think if this this whole process was to be like i'm gonna find my forever person yeah you can't wait those two years to then have a guy with that education that now he's got the good job and then that begins you know yeah like you had to find each other in the pods that's how this happened it's but an you, investment you, yeah it's you're gonna be doing your own job shit anyways yeah, we we are already discussing doing things separately. So why can't I do this? But then I think her friends completely ruined it. Yes, because they were like, well, if you got married, we think you should pay for her apartment out here. Like that just makes sense to us. Yeah, which is wild. So like, what? She just automatically doesn't have to pay for where she lives as soon as they get married. Being her yeah. own independent woman. Like how how is that going to impact her lifestyle? She already currently pays for the place where she lives with her own job. Why would that change when they get married? Like, yeah. her friends really, like, got in his head about that. Yeah. Like, I thought that's what... Honestly, I think that's what the problem was. I think he scapegoated it to the to the family aspect. You know how I know that's a fucking lie? Tell me. That's where I cried, dude. <laughs> oh. So, first of all, he says no. Yeah. Which devastated me. Fuck me right up. Because, okay, so this is the wedding that they're showing first and i was like oh god we're gonna get that the easy one out of the way first they're obviously both gonna say yes they have this really sweet moment like raven's getting ready she's wearing this like traditional nigerian headdress and sk's mom comes in to like put it on her before the wedding and i was fucking sobbing during this part because raven's own mother isn't there 
So watching Raven's the mother family of the groom, is just not there. Yeah. Yeah. The whole family is not there. So watching the mother of the groom, like fill that void and have this open, honest, loving conversation with her future daughter-in-law that she's thinking was beautiful. Because, yeah. So beautiful because the conversation she just had with SK, her son, she was like, you're going to say yes. And he was like, yeah, it's go- I'm going to say yes. It's going to be great. I'm scared, everything- mom, but whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like everybody gets cold feet. That's the thing that people. Yeah. Like you see it in media a lot, but you don't think it's actually going to be true. Like before my wedding, I've been dating Richard for 10 fucking years. And before my wedding, I was like, shit, do I want to do this? <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and we did it and it was great. But like cold feet happen. It's fine. Yeah. Any any decision causes that no matter what. Yes. It is. Right. You know, I am mad that she went with a white one, though, because I love the one that she tried on in the shop. I thought that one was yes. gorgeous, but I did, too. Oh. And then she ended up in that like white one. It was weird. But that fucked her up, though, because yeah. she goes into the place and the mom had already discussed her <laughs> doing separate things, wearing a normal U.S. dress, but then the Nigerian head thing. And she was cool with uh-huh. it. And then. His fucking sister and then the random shopkeep lady just be like, that's fucking stupid. You got to be all this. You got to have stew on the table. You got to have snacks in <laughs> yes. there. You got to rub his back from from across the country whenever he deems it. <sighs> the way that they were like, a man is like a child and you have to treat him as such. That whole mindset is what perpetuates anti-feminist stereotypes. Like the the fact that. I know, I know it's a cultural thing and I don't want to get too like <laughs> about this, but it, it sucks that they were just like, you should be at home making stew for your husband all the time. Like you constantly have to have food in the house. It's your role as a woman. It's who you're, it's what your yeah. job is going to be now. And she's like a, a successful person who has a career and like her own shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this girl has money because she's yeah. like oh i get regular massages regular chiropr she is like in a full body regimen of treatments that is yes. not cheap dude yeah and sk like knew this about her and he's fine with it and that's yeah. the thing like the family got in her head yeah and i think his her friends got in his head yeah well that mom his mom won her over yeah like, i think they, that's what did it I think that they're going to have a relationship still moving forward. I hope that they will. I'm thinking he wants to wait till after college because he's like, I just don't want to pay for her apartment while I'm at school. But then at, after that, I full blown want to be with her. Like, I think that that was the scapegoat thing. It was family. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the going to college and how her friends were like, well, you're just going to pay for her to live right while you're at school. Like we demand that of you. Like that's what her friends said. Yeah. I think that's what fucked him up. Yeah. Because Raven still said yes, despite the whole, like, you have to be a traditional housewife type of thing. Yeah. Because that's not what he said. That's what those two ladies said. Even the mom didn't say that that was real. Exactly. So she kind of knows, like, well, the culture's going to see me as not being up to snuff for them. But this family is cool with the role that I will have. So I'm good. Yeah. Like, she she was, like, ready to buy into it all. She was... She was good to go forward and then sk just like fucking drops the i do not bomb i was so sad so then (laughs) that's where i cried yeah because she goes back to the room and his mom came in and she said from the moment i saw you i loved you i know 
she was like so she was like my son is stupid and i i still love you and she made more of an effort to see raven than her own kid yeah what messed me up is when raven walked out and she goes i never want another wedding what's oh, yeah. wrong with me like yeah. that broke my heart fuck dude i was upset i did not expect to grow to like sk and raven because in the beginning the they were just man. so blah but their love grew in such a way that just like drew on my heartstrings and to see them that one not worked make it, i know to see them not like say i do at the end i was and i think that's their whole real world shit like the other people putting expectations on you and all that stuff yeah, and that's what Taylor kept saying to some people, like with Bartice and Nancy, like with the abortion thing. That's between yes. you two. You're marrying him. You're marrying her. You're not marrying yeah. her mom, his sister. They don't get to say what happens between you two at, after the fact. Right. Like family's always going to be around. But at the end of it, it is just the two of you. And you have to decide what works in your life. Yeah. <sighs> So I left this last one just, like, empty. Yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't even gotten to the wedding stuff. And I was like, I don't think I want to watch season four because I don't feel what drew me into season one was the the warm and fuzzies. It was yes. that love happened and you got to, you got to, like, see people fall in love and you got to feel them be in love. Yeah. I don't see or feel that in this at all except for between raven and that mom that was the most real family moment that i had seen in all the season thus far can i bring you some extra warm and fuzzies now yes okay because i was so strung up after watching the last love is blind i was like what is love is blind japan like because that keeps getting recommended that's so bad okay it's really cute no (laughs) i've only seen the one where oh like they walk out on the bridge and he just full yeah. blown starts crying yes. and stuff. Yeah. That's in like episode one. Yeah. That's early on. So like I, I started watching it um last night and I've watched like one and a half episodes. Okay. It's it's really cute. It's giving me I wanna watch that one. It's giving me like all the good vibes. Okay. It's it's got like actual love in it. It's subtitled and dubbed, so Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you can turn the dub off. I kind of would like to because the dub doesn't match what the subtitle says. And I, I hate like that subtitles, shit, dude. Yeah. So I'm, I'm reading the subtitles, trying not to listen to the English voice actors. But um, yeah, it's it's just, I don't know if it's because we're in the early stages. We're still in the pods, but yeah. we're seeing like actual real love come out and it's so cute and wonderful. And these people are so nice to each other. See, that's what, that's what season one was supposed to be. Yeah, it and really it stays true to the experiment. And you're getting to see people, like, try to fall in love through a wall, which is yeah. what this show is all about. <laughs> now it's it's a regular Activision Blizzard. And Ugh. it's it's all about making that show popular and profitable. Yeah. So and I feel that. It feels bad, man. <laughs> but I will watch the finale. I'll watch a reunion. I think I'm out past this one. It's the love for me. It's the love for me. If y'all just love this episode, please do tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way we can get the good yum tope into brand new ears. And we release weekly every single Monday. If you want to talk to us, you can catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP. Or if you're in the know, you can hit us up on Discord. That's for all of our good patrons. Uh, Tell us 
what the fuck did we talk about? Tell us what the most uh, Halloween costume tell costume us t- was for you. Yeah, tell us what the the most popular Halloween costume was in your in your neighborhood. If you handed out candy, if you saw a lot of kids, tell us how your Halloween went. Thank you so much again to all of our patrons for supporting us. We love you guys so dang much. It was a really great streamtober. We're fresh off a of streamtober right now, and we're just in the we're basking in the afterglow of all the, yeah, the stream are. love and the episodes that we put out for you guys. It was a really good time. And our theme song is "The Grimmy Per Blows the Horn" by Farage. Check him out on YouTube. Show him the love. And as always, thanks for listening. And tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. The purge is going to happen for real. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Uh, you want to go contemplate life and... All of its in inter intricus intricacies. Intricacies. There you go. There we go. <laughs>